I was closing up the closet. Sorry, my bad. Okay, I'm like, what you doing, sis? <laughs> I was getting out of the closet and I was closing the closet over. I'm, fi- I'm finished now. You ready? Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see if Michael oh, put shoot. that in on the intro. Like, hey, hey, hey. What's going on? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, hey. Happy Tuesday with Tamika. Thank you guys so much for joining us for yet another week of Tuesday with Tamika. We are cracking, man. We are in the second week of September. And despite all the challenges that we are seeing, despite, you know, uh, everything that's going on in our world, we're still here. We're still here. So what I want to do is I want everybody just to pause and smile, man. Just, Just smile because it's been hard to smile some days. It's been hard to feel joy. It's been hard to feel happiness. But guess what? The mere fact that we're still here gives us the permission to smile. When we're going through some of the terrible things that we're going through in this world, we are made to believe that we have to always have this anger and this upset and that we have to constantly be enraged. But myself, my beautiful co-host and our amazing guest, which he has a phenomenal smile, right? He is the one that lights up a room when he comes in. Um, We all are taking the liberty of smiling, smiling in the face of defeat, smiling in the face of coronavirus, smiling in the face of the social injustice and the social and the civil unrest. Not to say that we don't think that these things are are real or these things are not impactful because they truly are. But we know that we serve a God that can overcome it all. We know that the word of God says that when we look to the hills from which cometh our help, because all of our help truly comes from the Lord. So Amen. if you don't know God yeah. or you get to know him, please, he's, he's dope. Yeah. you know, with loving kindness, he draws us constantly. So a little bit backstory before I bring in our amazing, amazing guests and our amazing, amazing co-hosts. We actually recorded this episode and it was supposed to air at the end of August. However, we lost the recording. And if you wa- if you listen to my episode, No More Excuses, I went in depth about how even though, you know, we may lose things, we may get detoured, we have to keep pushing. And this um, young, I want to say young man, <laughs> this, even though he's my, oh, yeah. he's my daddy's friend, <laughs> this young man <laughs> that we have on as a guest, he truly teaches resilience. He, tr- he teaches the students that he works with 
to persevere and to keep going. So we are dedicating this this podcast. We are about a month into virtual learning at most school campuses, and you teachers are rocking it. You guys are just, I mean, amazing doing the impossible. Before we got on, we were teasing with one another and saying that people that work in education are miracle workers. And truly, this school year has taught us that we can do anything we put our minds to. So I want to first introduce my amazing co-host and she can just give her bomb introduction as she normally does. And then we're gonna, she's gonna actually bring in our amazing, amazing guests. Do you hear? All right, well, P ain't here right now. No, I am here. Can you hear me? <laughs> cut it out we'll figure it out anyway um I just want to say just just a big shout out to all educators like not only do I have uh sympathy for you but I also have empathy for you because I am in it right there in the boat in the seeking boat are the we're building the plane as it's flying and we're you know we're taking each step out of us at a time and it's not easy uh, this virtual learning, if they would have told me while I was, you know, entering my credential program some time ago uh, that I would have to do this, I would be like, oh, that nursing program. I like, well, then, no, not even the nursing program. I would have just had to find something else. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I want to um, introduce this dynamic educator. He's been in the game for quite some time. And, you know, someone maybe like me who... You know, I'm not a spring chicken in the game, but I'm also, you know, I'm kind of, you know, right there, been you know, in the game a little bit, 10 years or so. So I really look to educators that have those years in education because it's so easy to quit. It's so easy, especially during times like this. So welcome, welcome, welcome to Tuesday with Tamika Amos. Thank you so much for being here. Go ahead and take a moment to introduce yourself. If I could just interject, Amos, I, I did this on the last recording and I have to do it again. Uh, Mr. Amos was one of the first people that believed in me. He allowed me to come when I was fresh into my speaking career and going out and doing uh, public speaking. He allowed me to come to his classroom and, um, and, and talk to the students there. And I gave it my all and I, you know, I, I came two days. It was a two day event where I, I went back to back. And uh, one part of the story that I didn't share on the last recording that I'm feeling kind of, um, I'm feeling an urging to share is when I went there, uh, it was um, not only was I early in my speaking career, but I was, did not have a lot of funds. <laughs> I did not have a lot of money. And I was coming from Riverside, <laughs> driving up to Palmdale. And I literally drove on a wish and a prayer because I had such a, oh my God, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I had such a desire oh to inspire. And so I did not have much, but what I had was the gift that was locked up in me. What I had was the inspiration. And so I went there and um, I, I, I gave those, those students my all. I poured out my heart to them. And I never forget, you told me, um, I reminded you of E.T., the hip hop preacher. At the time, I did yeah. not even know who he was. 
And so I, I later <laughs> did research. As soon as you said that, I'm like, okay, let me check out who this guy is. And I've been like a, a avid follower of him. I love, I mean, he's amazing. I've joined many of his programs. I've invested into his uh, speaking programs. And I just want to thank you because you gave me an opportunity when you, you didn't, you know, all you knew is that I was Micah's daughter, but you gave me this opportunity and I truly appreciate it. And I shared a bit of that because there's people that may feel like they don't have a lot or they don't have the funds or they don't have. But if you just push and if you just keep going, God will see you through because here I am six, seven years later, and I've been able to speak mm. on several different school districts. I've been able to get large contracts to speak in school districts. But if I would have never taken that step and if you would have never spoken into my life, honestly, I probably mm. would not have been as far as I am today. So thank you Praise so God. much. <laughs> Wow. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to join you two and everybody, all your listening audience. Um, it's my absolute privilege to be able to um, sow into this ministry and uh, pour back into, you know, the lives that we all touch in our given region and area. And um, my name is Amos Wellington, uh, Amos P. Wellington, um, great grandson of Thomas. Uh, <laughs> and Thomas, excuse me, and Clara. Thomas didn't do it by. Himself, so, um, and so this is my, um, I teach in the Antelope Valley Joint Union High School District, and I coach at Antelope Valley College. I started coaching when I was 19 and still in college myself. And I started teaching the same month almost that I graduated from Cal State Dominguez Hills in 1998. And here we are, it's beginning year 23 and year one all over wow. again. You know, yeah, say, it does feel like so. your first year of teaching all over again, doesn't it? I know it does for yes, me. because absolutely. So, um. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be here, ladies, and away we go. Yes, so yeah. thank you so much for all that you've done, 23 years. Wow, I can only imagine the amount of students that you've touched, you know, and I, I think <laughs> uh, sometimes what we forget, so if we were just to do some very simple math, and I might get myself in trouble because I'm definitely not a mathematician, <laughs> but if you were to look at, let's say, 30 kids per class, times 23 in addition to if each of those 30 touched 30 you have mm. had the opportunity to probably touch millions at this point and not even realize mm. it so I just want to mm. commend you mm. I want to commend you wow. for that and you know as you and Pete both said um this year feels like a brand new year I think for the world <laughs> you know we're experiencing yeah history yeah. we're experiencing something that we've never experienced but especially in the teaching world so i want you amos to uh, take us back a little bit pre-covid what were some of the like yes. hardest things that you had to deal with with working with students um before um distance learning and before covid what were some of the struggles that your students came into the classroom with you know the I think the biggest thing pre-COVID was, um, you know, just student expectations. Um, and I mean, their expectations of themselves, 
you know, the, the, their willingness to accept, you know, any grade next to their latter name, next to their last name. And as I said, I'm great grandson of Thomas and Clara Wellington of Nicodemus, Kansas. <laughs> I can't just put, I can't just put any grade yeah. next to that name. And they, you know, getting them to understand that, you know, they're not only representing themselves, they represent their entire household and family because they're the only one from their family that's in my mm. room. So when I, you know, talk to them on that level and speak to the ancestors within them yeah. that they represent, you know, I'm able to connect with them definitely on a on a level and much faster on a on a level that they can receive and, and much faster I think than some of my um my colleagues. Um and then, you know, making sure that the that the families allow me to sow that seed of expectation and belief in their child um, and don't impede their growth based on, you know, the experiences that they've had. Yeah. If they were challenged, if they were challenged as students or if they had rough times as, um, you know, as a student with a teacher, with administration or with previous children that have come through the, this district, I've been at this school, you know, and having and not allowing and, and expecting the worst, yeah. you know, and, and there can be, you know, there can be reasonable, um, you know, circumstances and situations that would lend itself to that type of construct. But we want to, you know, we want to be fresh and we want to grow and we want to, you know, give everybody an opportunity and, um, you know, come on, mom, trust me. Let me let you, let me, let me speak to the son here and let me, let me tell this young man, this young woman, that, um, you know, I see greatness in them. And, you know, let me bring that out of them. I mean, you know, give me the opportunity to work with them as we go forward. Awesome. Definitely. Yeah, give them a chance. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. um, P, what's the next question? That was, a, that was very beautifully, beautifully stated. Praise the Lord. Yes. Can you guys hear me? Yes. yes <laughs> okay, <am>. perfect. <laughs> All right. For some reason, that was a lot. Let me see. I just had it. I don't know. We asked me. It's not here. But I think the next question was, if I remember correctly, um, is now that COVID is present, what are some of the challenges that uh, this virtual distance learning, and, you know, coronavirus, uh, what are some of the challenges that it has brought up new challenges, but we also here at TWT, we always want to be positive. So we also want to want to know, apart from the challenges, if you have noticed any negatives as well. You know, um, right now in this first several weeks, in this first quarter, my the thing I'm working on the most and the, the foundation I'm laying with the students is character development mm -hmm. and goal setting and not all the you know i'm not concerned with you know their ability to write a five paragraph essay or any of that stuff um i mean let me let me say this um in in, in response to that question because this is a national situation right yeah a global um, and, it's, and it's beyond and it's yes it's beyond our borders 
And so a picture that I saw floating around social media recently was of two young ladies, uh, and I say young ladies, but girls, that were at a Taco Bell and sitting in the uh, sitting in their courtyard mm -hmm. to use their Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. Right. So these young ladies are there. They're without supervision, it would appear. Yeah. And using the Taco Bell Wi-Fi. And so that when we talk about the digital divide, you know, whereas whereas everyone, quote unquote, may or may have a smartphone. That doesn't mean that they have an iPad yeah. or a keyboard and a desktop so that they can, you know, perform all of the tasks that we are trying to perform. Yeah. Um, one other. And it's just it's a it's a it's a barrier. But, you know, our, you know, barriers are made to be, you know, climbed or dug under or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so we can figure it out. But I saw, you know, another picture that I saw was of five. Now, this was, you know, different, di two different ends of the spectrum as far as, as far as resources go. Another end of the spectrum was a family of five children sitting around a kitchen table, each with their own headset, each with their own laptop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so all the kids in a different grade at the same thing, you know, involved in their work. And, um, you know, so these are these are the um, these are the hurdles that we have to negotiate. Mm -hmm. Right. And we, we don't jump over hurdles. We negotiate hurdles. We, we run the hurdles. We don't jump the hurdles. So as we're, um, you know, facing this this time right now, it's, you know, despite those different challenges, you know, then the next level is, you know, building up the students uh, resolve and their mental health. Yes. Um, you know, we're <laughs> they've been, you know, some of them have been li literally in isolation for months. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that's that's that is not good for anyone. Yeah. Wow. You know, um, as you were talking, there's a couple of thoughts that just kind of uh, floated in my head. And I believe that they're um, definitely inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And um, mm. one of those things is guilt. You know, um, as you were talking, um, I have I have six kids in my home right now. Me and my husband together have eight. Y'all mm. probably tired of hearing that, but listen, it's hard out there. <laughs> all, right. Mama. all right. <laughs> we're a mama all right. All these kids. <laughs> and I have, it, it's easy when you are on, that last end of the spectrum where all your kids have their devices, they all have their, you know, and you're able to adequately help and serve them to, to then feel guilty yeah. for those that don't have it. And then vice versa, right? When you are someone mm -hmm. of a, a lower socioeconomic staff, a status, and you're unable to provide for your kids, you're, you can get this immense amount of guilt. And I just want to speak into the lives of parents that are trying to navigate this system on both ends of the spectrum. Like one, uh, definitely don't allow the, the spirit of comparison to come in, but also don't mm. let, allow guilt to come in. Like we are all doing the best that we can with what we have. And so we all need to try to have grace for one another and, and grace for, you know, each other and, and just the situation that we're going through. Um, and I, I, I just want to, again, thank teachers and thank administrators and thank, you know, school staffs that are having to be creative and inventive because it, it's really, really difficult for parents. And I do want to have a, another episode where we're allowed to have or where we allow parents to kind of allow their voice to be heard because um, 
in the midst of all of this, um, I know that there's parents that are just feeling lost. You know, my, my daughter's in high school. My One of my daughters is in high school. She's a freshman in high school. And she was like asking me to help with math. And I'm like, listen, with all the degrees I have, <laughs> with all the degrees, <laughs> you don't want none of my help with this math. <laughs> virtual tutors or you know asking um older siblings to help and then that takes away from their work so it, it's it's yeah. rough you know as you said um i am blessed to be able to provide social emotional learning to students because listen they need it we have yeah. um, the aces score which is adverse childhood trauma and everything that we're seeing you know um, in addition to the COVID-19, these babies are at home with probably news or social media constantly being played. And so they're seeing yeah. these shootings. They're seeing, you know, the protests. They're seeing all of this stuff. And so either two things are going to happen. A, a spirit of fear is going to infiltrate them or a um, just a desensitization of it to where you just feel like, oh, whatever. I could shoot people. It's whatever, you know. And so I just really... Um, see the, the, the adverse effects of all of that. But let me get off my soapbox and get back to this, <laughs> this interview. And I just want to um, ask you, so with the vast amount of educational experience that you have, professional you know, experience, and even with your own children, because we know you are on that spectrum as well, where you're a father. So you're you know trying to navigate this yes. system with your children. Um, what yes. is any just glimmer just 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 give it to us because you are able to you are definitely I think when they when they made that um saying turning turning lemons into lemonade I think they was talking about you because you are able to do those types of things so just help us with some inspiration and give us just right. a, a just a moment of inspiration something that to help hmm everybody from admin to teachers to parents to the students while we're uh navigating through this new normal all right um well first of all thank you for that um for that lead-in and with all of those different um levels of um of touch um from the from the older from the little older brother uh, you know, the seven, but he's the big brother. Right? Yeah. And then the little, the little house manager, you know, big sister that's nine and cooking dinner yeah. and, you know, making sure everybody's face is washed on the way to, on the, not on the way to school, but before they get on the computer. And um, let me, let me just say this. Um, you know, we're in, in the family of faith, we're, we're called to be salt and light in the mm. world. And, the light, you know, we're we're there's nothing more familiar, I don't think, in to believers over the age of mm, 25, let me just say like that. Um, then let your little light shine <laughs> and let let your light self shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in mm -hmm. heaven. And and you can do that no matter what your title is, no matter what your role is, you can you can smile, like you said, to start the show. You can smile on camera and have a good attitude when you in interact with your class as a teacher, 
as that student, um, you know, a lot of the kids, I don't know if they're not really, not really willing to, you know, get, get dressed up or, you know, wash up or whatever it is so that, you know, they don't want to come on camera. Um, and so, you know, make it a point to be fresh, make sure I'm flossed and shaved and college shirt and looking good and smiling and upbeat, energetic, and, you know, make sure I'm going to bed on time and waking up on time and getting my exercise and getting my daily deposit of word in my spirit before I interact with these households. Cause I I can't even say children because if they're, if they don't have, uh, you know, a, a, a headset, a headset like we do, then, you know, it, we can't have the expectation that we're just speaking to that one child within between their two ears. Yeah. So my my thought is that I'm speaking to everybody in the kitchen, mm, yeah. you know, at that at that house. Yeah, definitely. And so my so my language is is such that I've been an, an invited guest into their home. Mm. And so the that's the so that's the light side. Right. That's just the lit side. But the the salt side is as teachers, as educators, as counselors, as administrators, bus drivers, which aren't driving, but our, you know, our cafeteria workers and, and security and everybody that's front office and handling, you know, these families as they're coming in to register their children and doing all these things, uh, handing out um, 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 hotspots and, you know, Wi-Fi hotspots, and laptops and doing all these different things, that we are the glue that is holding the country together right yes Um, you know a few for the past few months it's been the medical field all alone Mm -hmm. right and they were the only ones that were working them and people delivering food and delivering packages and that was it and so now we're back in the fight we're picking up the slack and you know the and salt is not only for taste and it's not only to hold you know and pack things but it's a preservative. Yes. Yeah. You know, we can. And so what we have the opportunity to do is we were talking about mental health earlier and the challenges of isolation in these previous five months from March 13th to, you know, August the uh, 14th, which is the end of the first week of my school, um, five months away from school. So we have to we have to rebuild and we have to reconstruct and we have to can make connections in our brains. Like you, you talked about the trauma that the, the kids have been exposed to via the news mm-hmm. and via social media and, you know, any, everything it's, it's happened so fast that, I mean, if we look at the, when I said preservative in the country, let's look at just a few of these, just a couple of things. And I, I'm not going to go deep on, you know, how bad those situations were, but Breonna Taylor was in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. Ahmaud Arbery, was in outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Chris Cooper was in Central Park when he was mm-hmm. verbally accosted and threatened by the police there. Mm-hmm. Then we have George Floyd in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And then in my area, my own hometown yeah. here, you yep. know, we had Robert Fuller. And so we've had, it's literally, and then just recently, Jacob uh, Blake in, uh, where Wisconsin. was he? In uh, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So this is literally the entire country. And I don't want to add more negativity, but I saw a very brief clip and I had to turn off the news, but there was just another Mm. police shooting in LA um, where it was Mm. fatal. So we'll be probably, you know, we're, we're Mm. recording this 
uh, on August 31st. So by the time you guys hear about it, you guys will probably wonder why we didn't mention that young man or young woman's name. Mm. So it, it's it's daily. It's literally daily. Yeah. And it's and it's daily and it's ping-ponging across the country. And so that that salt and light, you know, it, it has to be present for us, especially as believers. Tamika, you touched on it a little bit ago. I don't know what unbelievers are doing right Man. now. As as challenged as we are, as people of the light, as challenged as we are in our spirit, in our in our mindset daily this battle to get this engine going to you know get this positivity rocking okay about to be on camera got you know 25 minutes let's you know yeah. let's get it popping let's make mm-hmm. sure make sure my my mary mary from you know 2005 <laughs> you know oh get it i'm listening to them i'm listening to my old dietrich Haddon and yeah. you know fred hammond from the, the 90s that got me through you know some times that you know lord that's another podcast yeah. but, <laughs> you know when we <laughs> the we have seen, we haven't seen this before. I don't think any of us under, I don't think if you're under 60s, I don't think you, if you didn't live as a young adult in the 60s, I don't think you experienced this level of challenge in maybe one year yeah. um, as a nation. So it's, yeah, you know, but we, but again, we are here and we have the opportunity and we're going to be the ones that will tell our grands and great grandchildren about this time yeah um and so you know there's there will be survivors you know there are there are there are, these times are going to build people they're going to make people and they're going to break some people yeah and you know the fortunately for us we're in the position to rebuild them when they get broken when they are broken and we've got the right stuff we've got the We've got the Christ stuff yes, to, to infuse like in them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've we've got the Christ stuff to infuse in them so that we can actually build them back up. Man, that's awesome. That is so awesome. I really think, like, because even though, like, you know, if you teach out of public school, like, you'd be like, you know, Jesus, what? Huh? Who said someone said Jesus? <laughs> like, you know, like you're like, what, what's going on? But they know who <laughs> has that salt and who has that light they know and they can feel it and it's so important for us as educators but i think even more importantly as believers that are educators that we continue to share that light and that salt with the families because whether they know it or not they need it everybody needs hope everybody needs hope love you know long suffering patience and what are all of those things? There's fruit of the spirit. They're not things of this world. Because right now, if you if you were focused or trying to get your patience from this world, where are you going to find some? They kill somebody every other day. People are dying every other minute. Where are you going to find some patience from this world? It can only come from one place. And that's my two cents. You know I only have two. Praise God. Go ahead and make it. <laughs> Oh thank, thank you, Pastor Steve. Yes. That's the way to jump in yes. there. Yeah. Keep getting crunk with it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, just to kind of wrap this up, because Amos, you have literally spoken um, such a, a great word of inspiration, just with the whole salt and light, you know, analogy, and just reminding the teachers that they're the glue. I know, we know, we know, you know, we're not telling you something that we've read in a book. We are living this right along with you. And so we know the difficulties of it. 
We know the stress. We know, you know, the tossing and turning at night of how to make this more engaging, how to get the kids. You know, we know how you're feeling when little Timmy or, or little Sue doesn't pop on the camera and you're worried about their safety. Like we, we get it. We know we yeah. get it. We're in there with you. And we just want to encourage you to one practice, good self-care to make sure that you're able to continue to be, because the thing about light, you know, it needs um, to be plugged into something to continue to illuminate. So mm -hmm. make sure that you are plugging mm -hmm. into positivity, that you are plugging into something that is giving, that's feeding you so you can continue to illuminate. And then make sure that you are uh, being, you have something to give you flavor, that you're, you have something to preserve you because we can only give what we have. So we just want to encourage you to continue, continue to plug in. Seek the Lord, y'all. I know y'all probably like these last couple of podcasts. Like, what done happened to Tamika? Because she just on this holy roller stuff. And I am because <laughs> I have nothing else. Like, when all else yeah. fails, all I know is to remain God. Like, yeah. he's, you know, as Amos said, we probably do have to do another podcast where we could talk about how we overcome. Because these smiles and these Sorry. giggles didn't come overnight. You know, they came yeah. through trial Sorry. and error. So, yeah. you know, we, Mr. Amos, P. Willington, <laughs> we appreciate you. <laughs> we absolutely thank you. We thank your grandparents, your great-grandparents, your parents for imparting yes. wisdom inside of you. So you're able to continue to impart wisdom. And to others, thank your wife for allowing you to have this time with us. Thank your children uh, for allowing thank you God. to have this time with us and to also share you with the world and with other students. P, I just want to thank you. I know this year was off to a rough start with you, but you having those babies, having those pre-Ks and those kinders, you are the Ooh. first like touch that they have. And you can literally... You you coming on camera not smiling, you coming on camera not being flavorful can detour them. And I'm not trying to put no pressure on you, but but the 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 um, ministry that's within you because it's more than just a job. It is truly a ministry to have the patience to work with that age group. I thank you. I thank you. I thank <laughs> every teacher from K through college you know i thank you guys all i want you guys even the preschool i gotta shout out preschool teachers i was a preschool yes. teacher before. i was a preschool, preschool. teacher oh, yeah. preschool. they working they working in the COVID. yes even the teachers that oh, work with tough. little babies you know p you used to do volunteer of america but mm -hmm. we want to thank all of it and not only the teachers but especially the teachers for this podcast thank you thank you thank you your babies are probably talking about uh Black Panther died. You know, we we oh. we, we don't want to forget that. Like that's a huge blow so to good. the community. That's a huge blow to our community. Ooh. So we want you guys to just know that we're holding you up. You know, you yeah. can plug into this podcast. You can use us as your power source to keep going. Uh, we've been receiving some amazing feedback. If you have a story, if you have, you know, if you have an show idea. Or if you just want to tell us thank you for the podcast, you can email us at TuesdayWithTamika at gmail.com. We thank you guys. As we do every, every Tuesday, we're going to continue to lift as we climb. We're going to continue to live a life to inspire and not impress. Mr. Amos, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, sir. 
for your service. <laughs> thank you for your time today. Thank you for your inspiration. If nothing else, we love you guys. And until next week, thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye, guys. Be well.